Hi there, my name is Matt Brown, and I want to talk to you today about the lies about entrepreneurship. So over the last 20 years or so, I founded you know, 14 different startups. Um, many um, went over to generate a million dollars in revenue. I've had multiple exits. And so um, the real world experience or what I call the QBE, uh, the qualified by experience uh, you know, journey that I've been on has um, fundamentally changed my perspective on what is the truth and what is the lies uh, about entrepreneurship. And so I want to talk to you about the lies that I've seen um, from when I first started, you know, my first company when I was about uh, 18 years old um, to today. Um, and so there's some fundamental lies that uh, are in play that I think need to be addressed. So then in no particular order, uh, but I'm going to share with you what I believe these lies are today. So the first thing is, um, or the first lie is you need a degree. So you definitely do not need a degree. A degree. I do not have a degree. Uh, you do not need an MBA. You do not need to wind up in $150,000 worth of student debt because your parents think that you need an MBA or a qualification in order to be successful. In some fields, yes, medicine is an example. Uh, engineering and things like that. But if you're an entrepreneur, uh, the answer is no. Uh, so do not get into student debt. Uh, you do not need a degree. It will help, but it won't get you where you need to get to. Uh, what will get you where you need to get to is um, the QBE, right? The qualified by experience is putting yourself out there, executing and actually going and building something uh, and learning and failing and growing in that whole process. Um, so um, degrees, unless they're deeply specialized pretty pointless. Um, if you get an MBA, for instance, there's a hundred thousand other kids with an MBA also looking for the same job. So, um, you know, education now, um, has fundamentally changed and I don't believe it has really caught up to where it needs to, especially as uh, technology has permeated and changed the markets that we play in. Uh, the second lie is, um, you will find it easy. Um, so especially in the millennial mar uh, age gap, there's definitely a sense of entitlement, um, and so you, and also the media plays a, a big role in creating a perspective or an expectation that, you know, you can start a business and then six months later sell that business for a hundred million dollars and then, you know, move to your, the south of France on a super yacht doing Bolivian cocaine with a bunch of Russian supermodels. So it would be nice, uh, but it takes 15 years to make a quick buck and that's the truth. Uh, and it's going to be the hardest thing you ever do. So uh, after being a parent, <laughs> being a parent is definitely harder, uh, but uh, a business is like raising a child. So there's some strong dichotomies there. Um, so it won't be easy um, and it's going to take a lot longer than you think. Uh, so if you think you're going to be successful after a year, forget about it. You're going to be pretty much broke. Um, you know, my business um, has, my last business that I sold was literally had no runway. It was going month to month cash flow, cash flow, cash flow, and then, you know, the business got sold. So that's four years. So if you think you're going to get rich uh, in four years by, uh, you know, uh, by somehow miraculously building a, an amazingly uh, a successful business and you don't know what you're doing, it's highly likely that you're not going to succeed. Uh, and which means you will fail. It will mean that you're going to be challenged. It will mean that you're going to think that you're a total fraud and why the fuck did you start a business in the first place? Uh, so it will not be easy. 
expects it to be hard, but the hard things are what is valuable. If it was easy, then everybody would do it. So anyone can be an entrepreneur, but it's not for everyone. Being an entrepreneur has means you have a special kind of breed. You know, you dig suffering. You love suffering. Suffering is great. You love. You get look forward to cold calling. You look forward to uncertainty. You look forward to. Um, you know, the ongoing slog uh, and fear around whether or not your business will succeed. It is not going to be easy. So lose those expectations and think five, 10 years, unless you're lucky and you can build something that you can sell quite quickly. Um, so the next one, uh, the next lie is, is, is probably a good precursor or post roll to what I've just said to you guys, which is you can build a business quickly. So you know, uh, when you start a business, you know, most of, uh, most of the businesses that are founded today don't survive. So one in two businesses survive past five years or something like that. Some crazy number, uh, like two, less than 20% actually, uh, it's very, very low. And the reason for that is because, um, of there's a thousand reasons why businesses die. You know, I put a video out about this recently. Um, you know, it can be COVID, it can be a financial collapse, it can be any number of things. So don't sweat it. Uh, if your business fails, just start a new one, move on. Um, and this is the DNA of an entrepreneur, right? Again, so uh, going back to finding it easy. So um, it's going to take a lot longer um, and it's good to take your time with things. Uh, if you try and rush things uh, you and you, what I found is that you try and control all the things in your life that or in your business that uh, quite frankly, you can't, you cannot control. You cannot control when you're going to sell something. You can control the inputs, but you cannot control when a customer is going to actually say yes. Um, so uh, most of the time it takes, uh, you know, many, many years to build a successful business. Three years if you're an absolute rock star and you know how to build a business fast. I mean, and, and you get lucky, you know, sometimes it's just about getting lucky. Most people are not lucky. Uh, you actually need to make your own luck. And that means uh, being patient. So with infinite patience comes immediate results. I keep telling my kid this, um, you know, and so you got to be patient with the process of building a business. Um, there is no shortcuts when you're going to war and business is like, or building a business is exactly like going to war, except there's no bullets. So think about that. Would you rush going to war? and just jumping over the fence and putting your body in line of sight, getting killed? Well, no. So you can't take the same approach to building a business. It's stupid. Uh, so think about that. Um, the next lie is you will be wealthy. So you will not be wealthy until you sell. Um, and or you hold on to the business and you can grow it to a level where it's giving you sufficient cash flows for you to draw out whatever you want in order for it to be uh, or, or in order for the business to, to essentially provide for your desired lifestyle. So if you want a Ferrari, if you want a Porsche, if you want a super yacht, you know, all these things, you want to have, uh, you know, overseas holidays every single um, quarter. Um, you want to do what you want to do when you want to do it. Like if you that guy, if you that girl, that's cool. Uh, but recognize that every dollar you make needs to be reinvested back into the business. The business's money is really not yours to spend. It's really not. So the mature entrepreneur recognizes that when you have free cash, you reinvest it in the asset. You don't spend it as an expense. And this is what happens when you make your first million dollars. I've done this. You go out and you buy sports cars and all this stuff, uh, things you don't fucking need. Um, so um, your 
reality is, is that you're just sucking out the future cash flows of the business, which is where the value really is. And most entrepreneurs only get rich when they sell. So there's a liquidity event in the future, three, five, seven, 10, 15 years up at the road, uh, that you need to build your business around so that you can get rich. Uh, most of the time, entrepreneurs are not rich. They're not super wealthy. Only the super wealthy uh, exit businesses or their exit businesses and net get, get super wealthy. You can be relatively well off or financially free, but not wealthy, not rich. Uh, those are big differences. Uh, the next uh, lie is you will be supported. Um, so <laughs> wouldn't it be great if everybody just rallied around and got around you, like got around your idea and said, yeah, yeah, Matt, you're going to be a success. Hey, Greg, Joe, Sarah, whatever your name is uh, watching me right now, you're going to be an amazing success. I really love that that uh, that uh, business idea, I'd love to try it out. Wouldn't it be amazing if that's how the reality of life was? But the reality is it's not like that. Uh, the reality is that most people will judge you. Most people will say that you suck. Most people will say that, uh, or they won't tell you that you suck to your face. They'll tell you that, they'll tell other people that you suck, but they'll tell you that you're a rock star. Um, uh, you know, uh, and unfortunately, you will get far less support than you realize. And so what you need to recognize is that there's something in business called cause and effect. So if you are at effect, it means you're the victim. You're the one, everything's happening to you. You know, can't make money. The business doesn't have enough cash flow. No one will buy my product, blah, 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 blah. We're being underpriced by a competitor, da, 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 da. Whatever that effect excuse is, um, is where most entrepreneurs fail. So cause entrepreneurs are always a cause. They don't need to be supported because they are self-sufficient. They have the resources that they need in order to build the thing that they know they need to build or they need to take the pain that they need to take. Like I've spent millions on products that never saw the light of day. That's a lot of pain. Um, so support is something you need to give yourself. It's not something that you should look to the world to give you that will only cause you strife. So do not do that. The next lie here is you need to wait for the right time. So I've heard so many entrepreneurs, they're like, oh yeah, I'm going to start a business, uh, you know, when the COVID's over. It's like, is it? Okay. What happens then after that? Some financial collapse or some other excuse or reason that's going to kill your business. So the reality is there's no time in the future that's the right time to start the business. The right time is now. It doesn't matter what the market is, depressed economy, recession, uh, where I'm in Africa, South Africa, you know, we've been in a, in a recession type economy for years. And everyone's like, no, it's a terrible time to start a business, Matt. Is it? Okay, cool. Well, we grew exponentially year on year for three years and then I sold the business. So please explain to me how your excuse makes sense in my world. So again, going, to, going back to cause and effect, right? So there's never the right time. The only right time is today, right fucking now. So you only have today. Don't worry about tomorrow. It's only going to cause you anxiety. Don't look at the past. It's only going to make you uh, depressed. You only have today. So execute today as hard as you can. Control the inputs and move the mountain by moving small stones. So the next lie is a big one for me. You need to raise money. Uh, you don't. That's the fact. Uh, the most expensive form of financing your business is actually going to raise money, giving away equity uh, so that you can build some runway and, and or scale. So it's, uh, it's, I'm saying it has its place, but for most of you, you want to start a business or who are have just started you're in survival mode you're in the first you know one to three years um, you know you need to recognize that the best way to grow your business is to sell 
So the faster you can sell, the faster you can build capabilities around selling data, systems, processes, people, whatever that looks like to help you grow your um, your top line revenue and unlock future cash flows is how you then reinvest the money back into the business to then scale further. That's how it works. It's two steps forward, one step back, two step forward, one step back. Um, and so raising money um, is a shortcut. It's a shortcut to scale. It's a shortcut to safety. But when that money goes, you're still going to be wound up with a business that in many cases, if it's not a great business and you haven't thought things through properly, that you're not going to basically, you're just delaying the car crash. So why would you raise money? Now, if you also raise money, you then obligate it to, pe- to people to pay them back. It's not a freebie. It's not, money doesn't grow on trees. So my parent used to tell me. When you raise money, it's like, yeah, yeah, I'm going to get a million dollars. Great, cool. And for what? What are the terms attached to that? Do you have to pay it back? What are the what are the consequences uh, around uh, raising that money and taking that money? Because also now the business is not yours. It's now you have a partner. So now suddenly you're not free to make decisions. Or are you? So these are the things that need to be thought through. So don't raise money. The cheapest uh, way to um, – also another thing, by the way – Going back to the, it doesn't. It takes a long time to build a business. And most people raise money so that they can grow things faster, shorten the time it takes. Um, and in many cases, that's just a, a fool's errand. So think very carefully about raising money. The next one here is uh, you need to raise a business plan. Oh, sorry, you need to uh, a business plan. So the business plan is a great exercise in the- theoretical, uh, you know, thinking. I've written many business plans: thirty, forty, fifty, sixty pages, sometimes longer great to distill your thinking really shitty if you think that that business plan is going to survive in the real world so if you take a commercial model for instance you take that spreadsheet and it's like cool so in month one i'm making a hundred thousand dollars profit let me just drag that across to to, you know 12 columns to represent 12 months i'm gonna make 1.2 million dollars profit a year no you're not (laughs) you definitely not shit's gonna happen that you haven't thought about uh, and so no business plan survives first contact with the customer. You can, again, like an MBA, right? Theoretical thinking, dude. But in the real world, it's a different monster. Um, the next lie is you need to be unbreakable. So most entrepreneurs, they're like, you know, especially uh, the ones that I know, don't like asking for help. Um, and I think as you mature as an entrepreneur, you recognize that asking for help is essential, um, and so the way to recognize this is that um, you don't need to be unbreakable. You don't. You don't need to be so strong to do it all on your own. Uh, you know, you, can't, you cannot do it on your own. You cannot do it. I don't care who you are. Elon Musk cannot do SpaceX on his own. He cannot do Tesla on his own. You cannot do it on your, on, on your own. So don't try. Look for people to support you. Um, and recognize when you need help because um, asking for help is not a sign of weakness. It's a sign of strength. Being vulnerable is a strength. It's not a weakness. Vulnerability is where you remove your ego from your own story and you see where you need help and you ask for help. Get a mentor. For example, phone a friend, phone your dad, phone your best friend. Phone someone you haven't spoken to before in months, but ask for help. People will help you if you ask for help. If you don't ask for help, you will never get help. That's why I started the Matt Brown Show, right? Um, and uh, it's to help you guys. This is the reason why I do this channel um, on uh, on YouTube. You know, it's the reason why I've written um, a number one Amazon bestselling book. Your inner game is to help entrepreneurs. So, 
I recognize how important help is in my life. And I hope that you will as well. So there you go, guys. That concludes this episode. I hope you've enjoyed the lies about entrepreneurship. Um, I'm going to do another segment called The Truths About Entrepreneurship. So look out for that one. And if you liked what I had to say, guys, or if you've discovered lies of your own, why don't you let me know in the comments? So like, comment, and subscribe. I'd love to hear from you. Alrighty, guys. See you soon. Hi there, guys, and thank you so much for checking out The Matt Brown Show. If you want more content like this, head on over to YouTube where you can catch my Million Dollar Principles channel and more interviews on The Matt Brown Show YouTube channel. Get weekly thought pieces and advice and so, so, so much more. And don't forget to like and subscribe for more Matt Brown Show episodes. Ever wanted to become a best-selling author? Well, I'm in the influence business and I work with business owners and CEOs and business leaders to help them scale their influence. And we do this as a team by helping you to become a best-selling author, sought-after speaker and industry influencer in only 30 days. My team and I have developed a system that delivers a best-selling book and a launch campaign 300% faster and 50% less cost than anyone else in North America. This system is incredibly efficient. One of my clients Haiku went from a 2% share of voice globally to an 11% share of voice globally in only seven days. If you'd like more information, head on over to showworksmedia.com for more. That is showworks with an X.com.